0: Welcome to the Passive Income Examiner Show, helping you navigate the muddy waters of building successful revenue streams beyond the nine-to-five. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland, mama of four who has a passion for living my best life and helping you do the same. I'm honored you're here and excited to offer you valuable and inspiring content. I believe we can have the freedom we desire and the happiness we deserve. Thanks for joining me. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Passive Income Examiner. And I wanna start out by, today we're gonna talk about how to curate content for your online business. Whether you blog, whether you podcast, whether you're YouTubing, heck, even if you have a brick and mortar business, but you use one of those three or all three of those modalities to drive traffic to your store, this will be helpful. Sometimes it's really easy to create content and it's more haphazard. It's like whatever's fo- your focus for the day. But what we're talking about today is creating curated content. So before I dive too too much into this really quick, I just want to have a little sidebar and tell you that I just had the most wonderful time playing with my kids eventually. <laughs> it was kind of funny because um, our grandfather got the kids these little squirt guns and I thought, oh, this will be fun. It we'll go outside. We'll, we'll play with the squirt guns. We have a trampoline. We'll jump on the trampoline and we'll, we'll put the sprinkler on. We're just going to have a good time and I'll spend a good hour st- or two, you know, just playing with the kids because friends, isn't that really why we're doing this is to have fun with our family and spend quality time with them, right? So that was my plan and I, the, I'm laughing because when I got out there, of course, I'm like thinking, this is going to be great. Well, it was great. Everybody had a great time squirting everybody else, but nobody wanted to be squirted. It turned into a big argument. I'm not playing. I'm going in. I'm I'm in time out. Nobody can squirt me. I'm like, wait a second. Either we're all squirting and we're all being squirted or we should just not play. Come on, guys. I said, Let's, you know, I came out here to have fun with you and you guys want me to play. Here I am. Let's play. Finally, after like 30 minutes of individuals like going through this drama, they finally all got on board. We ended up having a great time. So I'm glad I didn't give up. I'm glad I just kept staying out there. The more fun I had, the more they were interested in having fun. So don't give up. Parents, don't give up if your kids aren't having fun. (laughs) just keep at it. We've been doing this fun Friday thing now for a while where I get off work early and we go out and have a good time. And sometimes not all the kids are on board. Sometimes, you know, last weekend, for example, we were going to go hiking and two kids didn't want to hike, but two kids did. I said, guys, we're not all going to have fun all the time. Like sometimes we're going to do things that we don't think is great, but it's a not negotiable. We're spending time together all the time, every fun Friday. Like that's the reason I'm taking off work. So it was great because halfway through the hike, the one kid who was complaining about going was like, This is a great hike. We should do this more often. How about we go to this other place? And da 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 da. I'm like, Okay, Lindsay, you're doing the right thing. Just go force your you know, force your kids to play. <laughs> it sounds so crazy to say that, but it works out every time we end up having a really good time and making good memories. So I wanted to share that with you because A, it's fun and I just feel really enthusiastic about it. And B because You know, sometimes when we're, when we're parents and our kids are growing up or we're busy building online businesses, it's like, it's easy for fun to feel, I don't know, like it just, it gets put to the side and it's almost like a a muscle. If you don't use it, you lose it. So, you know, go use it and it will work out. Okay. That was my soapbox. (laughs) Now on to content creation. Okay. So content creation, curated content creation. Now, let me give you the contrast. So for so far, the Passive Income Examiner, it's not been curated content. If you go back to the beginning, you could browse through episodes and see some that you're like, "Ooh, I really want to hear this one. Whereas others, you might think, nah, nah, skip that one. Now, if you're a diehard and you listen to all of them, then I love you. (laughs) But really, what I'm trying to say is that I want to create curated content. This is, I've got a program coming up that I'm excited to tell you guys about, but just not yet. And I was working on creating curated content for that. So I want to walk my people through a process, a solve their problem process. And in order to do that, I needed to come up with content that would make them, they would listen to one, it would make them want to hear the next and so on, because I'm basically holding their hand as they walk through this process. So if you are, in business. If you, you know, we do this at the log home company that I work for. We, we walk them through the process from, they're just thinking about dreaming about log homes all the way through to construction. Okay. Um, we do, I do that with, I've done that with other businesses as well. So this isn't new to me. It's just new to me for my business that I'm doing. And as I sat down to do this, it ended up only taking me about an hour. So that's the reason why I thought I'm going to pay attention to what I do and I'm going to teach you how to do it so that you can apply the same process to your business. So step one is to be clear about your avatar. If you don't know what that means, be clear about who you're speaking to, who's your ideal client or who's the person you're helping solve their problem. And I don't want to go too deep into that there, uh, but uh, just generally speaking, have a good clear picture. Step two: What is their problem? Right? You need to be clear about how your help, how your, how your product or is their solution. And and so in order to be clear on that, you have to know what their problem is very specifically. What are their pain points? Those are a couple ways to say it. And then you can start imagine sitting in front of them. This is exactly what I did. I just imagined. In fact, I went to lunch. I did this on a lunch break. I went to lunch and I sat there and I just imagined talking to my ideal person, this person who I want to help. And I started writing content as if, not content, but headers, as if I was teaching them the steps to solve their problem. Now, for example, um, I'm going to use the log home store for just an example. There, there's a person who's dreaming about a log home. They don't know where to start. They want to first find land. They've got all these things that they're just juggling. They're not sure how to do it. But how do they go from dream to reality? So first, you know, we walk them through that process. The first is the dream. You know, getting clear on that dream getting def defining what your log home what you want in a log home figuring out your budget figuring out you know all these little pieces um, that go into it from the beginning then moving to the next step uh, finding land and if they don't have land how to do that and then what's the next step finding your contractor and so on and so on so we walked them through that process well this is what I was doing I was creating content and I just pictured my ideal person sitting in front of me and I just got to help them out. And as I was doing this, I always like to work with things from the end in mind. So I was, I said, okay, well, you know, their problem in my mind is that they want out of the rat race. They want to live a simple life. They want freedom. Uh, they, they want choices. They But they don't want to compromise their income. So how are we going to do that? Well, we need to start with an exit strategy, an end in mind, right? So step one for them might be... Um, how to determine how much money you need to make a month for to live comfortably, to pay your taxes. People don't always think about that. They think, oh, I have to, I have to, I need $3,000 to cover my net every month, my expenses. But then when you start working for yourself, you forget that you also have to pay your own taxes. So that really means you have to make like $6,000, right? So people don't think about that. So helping them walk through that process of mapping out the financials, then mapping out the time frame, and then mapping out the how-to, and then working into the nitty-gritty of the, of the business building, and the retirement building, and the asset building, and all those things. And literally within, it really only took me about 30 minutes because... By the time I actually got started, it was 30 minutes in to my lunch. So um, by walking them through that process, within 30 minutes, I had 55 headers. Like headers is like a post. It could be a YouTube video. It could be a, a podcast episode or a blog post. And they went in a linear fashion so that each time somebody took one, it would be like them taking um, curriculum. It was like creating curriculum for them so that they could you know, get their dream. That's essentially what curated content is. It's creating a curriculum that solves the problem of your avatar. So think about it like that. Think about it as if you're teaching a school on your problem and how would you walk them through that process? And then now that's step one. Once you have those headers, step two would be to, I created a year's worth of content in 30 minutes. However, what I want to do next is sit back and take three months of that content and take each header and break it down. I'm going to write my script for my podcast episode. I'm going to come up with three different social media posts that I can put out there once the content airs to drive traffic to that content. I can batch these these things. Once I have all of this already mapped out, I can sit down for one day on a weekend and record, you know, eight podcast episodes and then... Get that maybe the next weekend or the next day, spend all the time editing, and within a weekend, have two months worth of content basically. So, that's the the beauty of curating content. Not only is it more streamlined for the end user, but it's also it promotes them to move on to the next three, they're wanting to come back and hear the next one because it's like you leave them in suspense. Okay, but the next now, what we're talking about next is da 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 da. So, be sure to ch- subscribe and check back with us next week because you don't want to miss this, right? So you're creating this, um, I don't know, what would you say, like story almost, where they want to come back and hear what's next, so that you're helping guide them through the process. So that's what creating curated content looks like. And it is also beneficial because it's a time hack. So you cut that down into three-month increments, and you take your year's worth of content and then every three months, you map out that content even deeper into social media posts and writing out your content like in depth, right? Write your blog post or write your script for your podcast or video, et cetera. And then you have it going. So you're really only having to work like a weekend every quarter when it comes to producing content. And then you can set things up on on auto schedule, right? Like you can pre preload your um, I don't know if you can do that with YouTube. I, yeah, you can. You can schedule content on YouTube. I just remembered. You could do that with blogs too. You could have them all written and then have them ready to just be put out there. So that and also social media. You know, using something like Buffer to pre-schedule all of your things. Literally a week's worth of work in three months could create three months of content. So about once a week, every quarter, you're just creating and scheduling content. Then that gives you 11 weeks left in your quarter to do whatever else you want to do as far as, you know, focus on clients or create something new. I mean, whatever you're doing, you're doing. So that's the way to to not only create curated content, but the reason to create curated content. So I hope that was helpful. Um, I'm going to start leaving you guys with a little quote by Beverly Sills, and it says, you may be disappointed if you fail, but you're doomed if you don't try. So get out there and try to curate the content. The worst that can happen is you screw it up and you start over. (laughs) That's not really that bad. The next thing you might do is as you're doing it, which, which happened to me, is I might reorganize things and say, oh, you know what? This one would go better here and there and so on. So you'll get it mapped out. Don't put too much emphasis on it. I think what holds people up with their creating content is they get too hung up on what other people will think. If they launch this, what will it look like? I might, you know, they're thinking too much about what other people are thinking rather than just focusing on solving a problem. So let all that go. Sit down in your mind with your your perfect person and help them come up with a solution and then produce your content. All right, y'all have a great week. We'll talk to you next time.